Or are you listening to this podcast now? Settle in, grab a cuppa, it's all welcome. It's the Velasco Fitness Collective Podcast with James and Ellie. Hey team, welcome back to another episode of the Velasco Fitness Collective Podcast. You know the draw by now, it's been a couple of weeks, we're back with you and this time we are here for part two of our training hacks episodes. So the last episode, we talked through a couple of different hacks, including how to change some bumper plates, how to structure your workouts in a slightly more efficient way, how to not lose your keys and your jewelry, how to not forget to sign in, how to stay kind of proteined up in the most efficient way. So we are back to continue with our list and talk about a few other things that hopefully you either do already or that you're going to hear today and it's going to change the game. Hope everyone is well. Ellie, how has your week been? Good, really yeah. good. How was, your, how was your time away? Very nice. Speaking of going away, um, I'm heading to West Wales this weekend. Where are you going? Yeah, whoop, whoop. I'm also going to West Wales <laughs> this weekend, but independently. I am going to be picking the dog up, which I'm looking forward to. Going to be seeing my mum and dad, going to train. And try and go to the beach. Nice. So, yeah. Oh, I've got something to show you. This doesn't translate very well on a podcast. What's that? In relation to last ah, week, last time's podcast. Carabina on the gym bag. See? Already implementing game changing strategies. That's what we do here at the Velasco Fitness Collective podcast. <laughs> so, we are going to get into it. We are going to do what we did last time. We are each going to share you go i go style some of our favorite training hacks as we shared on the last episode we had more than the last episode allowed us to share so we are we are back for more we have also had a couple of people share their own training hacks so we're going to feature that in its own episode so as always if you've got stuff you do in the gym stuff that you're like other people need to hear about this thing let us know as a couple of you have already and we will make sure that that is featured in the next or an upcoming episode so that we can as we suggested crowdsource some training hacks for you do you want to kick this off very happy to wonderful all right after you okay so um given that it's been as hot as it has been for the last few weeks admittedly not quite so warm this week but it's still pretty sweaty when we're training um my there's three parts to this so bear with i'll try and be as uh, efficient with explaining it as possible is around hydration so electrolytes um, are super important when we're training and sweating a lot. So electrolytes will help you replace the salts that you lose. Just drinking water when you're sweating profusely is probably not going to be enough. Um, so along with protein that lives in my bag, so does a tub of electrolytes, you can get effervescent tablets. The cheapest way to do it is to buy a tub of powder that you just kind of shove into your water at any point. Really good for drinking pre, during and after training. Um, Second part to that is if you, once you've consumed electrolytes, if you are typically quite bad at drinking water, I've taken to carrying around a tiny bottle of what I call squishy squash in my bag, so like the super concentrates. Um, I don't drink water um, enough, but apparently I like squash quite a lot. Um, so as long as I've got some squash with me, I end up drinking a lot more. So that's been super useful for me, particularly for the last few weeks. And the third thing is find a container, this sounds a bit silly, but find a container to drink out of that minimizes your barriers to drinking. So I found 
ridiculously. I don't know what this says about me, my personality. If I have a bottle that has a screw top, I typically don't drink from it very often because it requires me to take the lid off. Yeah. I can then potentially lose the lid, putting the lid back on. My latest water bottle has a pull-out spout, so it's one of those ones that you kind of fold away and pull out. And because I can carry it around, it's got a little hooky handle, which means I can carry it around with me everywhere. Also a barrier sometimes for me. Um, and I can just carry it around. It's super easy to drink from, super quick to drink from. It's convenient if I'm coaching and it's hot and I don't have to, to kind of take my attention away from anything else. Yeah. And I found that having this bottle has actually meant I've consumed significantly more liquid. It's squash, admittedly, um, over the last few weeks than I think I probably ever have done in my whole life. <laughs> it's valid. It's really it's funny you say that because I, I find that if I'm about the house, if I've just got a pint glass or something that is essentially like open i'll drink like three or four pints in an hour without even realizing it if i've got anything with a lid on it or anything that requires an investment of like admin to get access to the liquid i just i drink so much less i'm glad so it's not just me yeah i think there's actually a lot to be said for specific water bottles and i know some people have got the water bottles with like the amount on the side as well and they like to get a bit of a sense of achievement seeing how much they've drunk um i know emma clapp has one of those and it gets gets her gets her going when her partner she drinks her way through it but her, every time her partner gary sees it he has to fill it back up to the top and it really annoys her because she <laughs> likes to see exactly how much that she's drunk and yeah i enjoyed that but yeah water bottles electrolytes that little squishy squash as well is that robinson's Robinson's, but actually Lidl and Aldi also do their own versions just as good and about a third of the price. Nice, okay, so they're like those tiny little, like, pocket-sized things, right? Yeah. That you just squeeze into some water. It's like 20, mm. 20, 30 servings in it, so one will last you a month and they're nice. a couple of quid or less. Super nice. easy, super convenient. Wicked. Um, if you're looking for electrolyte tablets as well, Science in Sport, S-I-S, or you can Amazon ones from the other brand, Zero, or... There's a couple of others, but those are the kind of main ones. If you just search like electrolyte tablets, you'll you'll find what we mean. Chuck them in water, they dissolve away. Um, but yeah, nice, good hack. One that I use as well, so I'm fully on board with that. Uh, my first my first hack is a is a two pronged attack, and it's a two pronged attack on how to stop smelly things smelling. So focus here: knee sleeves and shaker bottles. I'm sure. Knee sleeves potentially a little bit more niche, but if you know, you know. Shaker bottles is probably a lot more accessibly known. Either way, shaker bottle, invest in a stainless steel shaker. Most of the big brands do them now, so My Protein, Bulk Powders, Optimum Nutrition, you know, any supplement company, for the most part, probably has a stainless steel shaker. A, super easy to keep clean, like chuck it in the dishwasher or run it under a tap and it just rinses away versus like it getting pitted into the plastic. But B, it takes them a lot longer to start smelling. And if they do start smelling, a stainless steel shaker, just a bit of hot water, some soap, chuck it in the dishwasher and it will stop smelling versus a plastic shaker that when that started smelling, it's lost to the world and there's no comeback from that. Um, the other one is knee sleeves. Pretty simple one. Put them in the freezer. So 
nothing more to it than when you get home from the gym, put them in the top of the freezer, leave them there overnight. They won't like freeze or go rock hard. They will just stop smelling. Like obviously you can wash them as well. That kind of goes without saying. So please wash your knee sleeves. But washing them after every use probably isn't really realistic. So chuck them in the top of the freezer when they start to smell, wash them you know every couple of weeks or whatever works for you and you'll probably find that that horrible knee sleeve smell that will consume your gym bag goes away so yeah stainless steel shaker bottle and knee sleeves in the freezer i don't know if the fridge works it might do but it's probably more tasty food in your fridge that might be open so maybe just stick with the freezer for now ali over to you hack number two okay hack number two um heel elevation so there's a few ways of doing this. I think the most simple hack uh, for people in classes, um, you you may be aware of this if you're in my classes, if squatting to depth, so your hip crease coming below the top of your knee is a challenge for you, um, adding fractionals under your heels is a really good way of making hitting depth easier for you, but it actually also helps you increase your range of movement because you are moving through a greater range, so you're squatting deeper, and by adding load, you're actually helping to create better mobility whilst in that position. Um, I get asked quite a lot whether weightlifting shoes are worth it if people don't have a particular interest in Olympic weightlifting. The simple answer is yes. Um, there is significant benefit, particularly when squatting and pressing. Don't wear them when you deadlift. Um, but if you're not sure whether there is going to be value for you, because obviously weightlifting shoes are a fairly significant investment, and you know you struggle with squatting to depth, I would, I would really encourage you to stick fractionals under your heels whenever you're squatting. So whether that is front squats, back squats, overhead squats in a workout, warbles in a workout, air squats in a workout. If you can get into the habit of putting fractions under your heels and moving through a greater range, you'll find that over a period of time you'll get stronger through that range, but you'll also find that within a couple of months you can probably think about starting to either reduce that, that elevation or get rid of them altogether. Obviously having weightlifting shoes, they create a stable platform, other benefits to them as well. If you are somebody who has weightlifters, but you don't want to wear them in a Metcon workout, think about getting some heel risers. So I know that for, is it night Metcons? Yeah. They do what they call a heel riser, which is like an insert that goes into your shoes, which gives you that slightly elevated heel that a weightlifting shoe would. So when you've got things like power cleans or squats in a workout, they will help. But at the same time, you're wearing your trainer so that when you're doing things like box jumps or that require a lot of movement through the front of your foot it's a lot more comfortable to do it um so heel elevation the hack is the the two fractionals potentially then think about getting some weightlifters and if you get you weightlifting shoes and you want to have the benefit of a weightlifting shoe in a workout think about getting some heel risers nice just one on the heel fractionals as well I've seen it once or twice should potentially go without saying but it's not like lifting weight whereby once you get used to two and a halves you can go to 1.25s because 
it's more about the thickness of the plate. So where I've seen previously, someone's been using two and a halves, their squat's got a little bit better. They've kind of graduated down to the 1.25s. The actual plate width is pretty much the same. And actually, if you've been using the metal 2.5 kilo plates, they're actually thinner than the 1.25. So don't think about the weight that you're using. Think about how high your heel is off the floor. So, you know, the five kilo plates are pretty slim. The metal two and a halfs are slimmer than the the red two and a halfs that we've got in our gym, um, and you know even beyond that, if there's something slightly thinner, you know maybe even just sticking a, a mat under your heels if you're kind of really periodizing your way down. Um, but yeah, good shout. Um, my third hat. No wait, my second hack. My first one was kind of two, so my second hack is leaving the things that you need for the gym in the car. So obviously, prerequisite to this, you drive. If you use, so I do this with my lifting belt. I have a specific belt that I use when I power lift, so when I squat and when I deadlift, which is a, a real thick um, power lifting belt, different to the Velcro belt that I use when I do Metcons. That lives in the boot of my car. So I don't need it all the time. It's not something that needs to take up space in my gym bag. It's not something that I need to have hanging off my gym bag as I'm walking around. It's also something that I'm never going to need at home. So it never needs to come into the house with me. So this lives in my boot underneath like the lift up bit of my boot. So it's always with me. Then whether I'm at Valesco, whether I'm traveling and I'm at another gym, if I'm staying in a hotel or I'm kind of traveling, traveling, realistically, I'm not going to be deadlifting and squatting to the extent that I need my powerlifting belt. But if I'm back home and I'm dropping into a gym at home, I'm in my car. If I'm at Velasco, I'm in my car. If I'm dropping into another gym in the Southwest, I've got my car with me. So I'm never going to forget my belt. So if I'm deadlifting or I'm squatting and I decide I want my powerlifting belt, keeping stuff like that. So you could do that with your lifting shoes. You could do it. I mean, to be honest, you could probably do it with everything, your gymnastics grips, your skipping rope. You know, they're, they're not things that you're going to need around the house. You're not going to need your, your gymnastics grips when you're making breakfast. So <laughs> leaving them in the car, in, in a bag, in the boot, whatever it might be, or to an extent at the gym. You know, there, there is space in the changing room where people leave their training shoes or their lifters as well. Only challenge with that, if you drop into another gym, obviously they're at this gym. So leaving stuff that you're going to use in the gym regularly, but infrequently enough that it doesn't need to be in your gym bag in the car is my hack number two. Ellie. Hack number three for me, super simple. Um, probably slightly more applicable to people in open gym if they're training solo but also relevant if you're in classes and there's like a high rep or high sorry not high rep high round workout and um, the caveat to if you're in classes is you may need to either be near a board or carry your own small board is lines on a board so quite often um some of this comes from trying to preserve the very many whiteboard pens that we seem to get through in this gym as well as um, giving you guys a hack. Um, but it's basically, instead of every time you complete a round of something and drawing a line on a board until you've reached the required number of rounds or the AMRAPs over or whatever, is at the start of the workout or just before the start of the workout, draw a nice long line on a whiteboard or a couple of lines if you think you're going to need it 
put the lid back on the pen, put that away, forget about it. And then every time you complete a round, you just pull your finger down through the line so that you then create spaces. So the gaps in that line or the spaces in that line become the number of rounds that you've done. Um, it's also much easier and quicker to walk over and kind of scrape your finger down the board rather than having to find the pen, take the lid off, etc., etc. So it's quicker, it's more efficient. Um, it makes it super easy to count rounds. I really like it as a way yeah. of making sure that I don't lose track of how many rounds I've done. Um, and it also means that the coach isn't going to get cross because you've left the pen off on the lid. Um, left the lid off the pen lying around in the gym for them to dry out. Yeah, that, I wondered where you were going with that when you said one long line. I was like, how are you going to do that? Because I, I do, I like do like tallying. So I'll do like 15 lines and then just like check them off as oh, I go. Oh, okay, that's the other way around. But, yeah, fair. But your way actually makes a lot more sense. Just one long line and then swipe through it every time. Yeah, I like that. Nice. Good chat. Um, cool. My third and final hack is for those days, if you're the sort of person that struggles to get to the gym, which actually I think for the most part, the people that will be listening to this probably won't struggle with that too much. So maybe caveat if you're the type of person that struggles to get to the gym or you're just having like a bit of an off week or a bit of an off couple of days and getting to the gym is a challenge this is a simple one it's been around for years it's one that I do on the days when I'm like I don't know if I'm going to train tomorrow like if I do I'll train in the morning but I'd rather a bit of sleep like I'll see how I feel put your set your alarm for the time that you know you need to get up and literally put your clothes out like a child on the floor of your bedroom <laughs> to the point where like I'll literally have my training t-shirt, my shorts or my bottoms, my socks and like my shoes by the front door. When I'm out of bed, just like mindlessly get out of bed, pull your bottoms on and chuck your t-shirt on before you even had time to think the moment you are essentially dressed you've kind of committed and subconsciously there's a shift like when you're up and you're dressed it's far more difficult to decide actually i'm going to go back to bed take the clothes (laughs) off and get back into bed than it is to just go well i'm up and dressed now so i might as well leave so literally if you're struggling to get to the gym or you're having a couple of off days like put your clothes out, lay them all out so that the moment you step out of bed, you can grab your bottoms, you can grab your top, you can grab your socks, put them on and, you know, get yourself in the bathroom, start brushing your teeth just almost before you've even had time to comprehend that you are up out of bed and and kind of on your way to, to train. So six more hacks, arguably a couple more cheeky ones thrown in there. Hydration and electrolytes. Stopping stuff smelling, so knee sleeves in the freezer and buying a stainless steel shaker bottle. Um, Fractionals under your heels and using heel inserts for kind of lifting shoe benefits in a workout. Leaving stuff in the car that you're going to need when you're out and about. Counting reps using lines on a whiteboard and putting your clothes out the night before. Coupled with the last episode, hopefully there are a couple of things thrown in there that you haven't heard before or that you kind of do, but in a different way. Again, if there is, if there's some stuff that we've mentioned that you kind of do a bit differently that makes it even easier, let us know. 
we will be back fairly soon with another episode we're starting to line up a few more themes and topics to share with you over the coming months now that things are kind of settling back down after a lot of traveling and a bit of a crazy summer so you'll be hearing from us again soon as always if there is stuff that you would like to share or you know somebody that has value to add give us a shout let us know because the more people that we can get on to come and talk to you guys the more effective and the more useful this time becomes and let us know your thoughts if you liked something if you didn't like something if you just want to give us a bit of a shout out give us a shout on instagram drop us an email um give us a shout on facebook wherever that might be and if you are a new member to Valesco, then welcome jump in the facebook group if you're not already um follow the instagram we drop these kind of when they work ideally you know once a month or maybe a little bit more frequently um but yeah nice to have you with us we hope everybody enjoyed this episode as they seem to with the last one and we will talk to you again soon have a lovely day